Project 25 was born out of the obsession that we have of figuring things out. Honestly, being 25 is weird because we either pursue certain goals without questioning if they're what we truly want, or we're not sure what direction to follow, and that leaves us with a lot of uncertainty. I'm Andrea Juarez, I'm 25, and I decided to ask my family members, friends, and people I admire about their experiences being 25, what they did, what were their beliefs, what they've learned, and what's their advice for the new generation of 20-somethings. There is a lot to live and learn, and I believe that by listening to others, we can reflect and learn a little bit more about ourselves and think about what we want for our present and for our future. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Project 25. Today I have the honor and privilege to interview a dear friend, Leah Hanno. If you live in Calgary, you probably heard about her. She's a mother, wife, an auntie, and an award-winning photojournalist that has more than 20 years of experience behind the camera working in Calgary newspapers. She has traveled around the world with her camera and has photographed everything from the Olympics, Queen and the Prime Minister, as well as Calgarians who do extraordinary things. Her work has appeared in The Guardian, The Globe and Mail, CBC, Post Media, McLean's Magazine, and Canadian Geographic. Welcome, Leah, and thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. First of all, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm in, uh, I think, a good spot in my personal life and work. Yay! I'm happy to hear that, and I want to learn more about it. So I have a couple of questions for you. And yeah, so I meant to ask you, what did you do when you were 25? How was your lifestyle like? Where did you work or where did you study? What were your hobbies? So I was thinking about that because I still feel like I'm 25. (laughs) My knees might not, but... It's a good thing though. (laughs) Yeah, I still feel 25. But no, when I was 25, I was pregnant and I was married, and I was working at the Calgary Herald. So honestly, my hobbies were just photography, (laughs) as well as, yeah, working as a photojournalist. So like you did photography for work and for hobbies. And I know you love the Western style, so you did a lot of that for your hobbies. Yeah, so when I was 25, yeah, I was pregnant, and so I would go and I'd work on a lot of my personal long-term projects. I, I love people. I love meeting people and telling their stories. So you know, yeah, at 25, I was doing the same thing. I started my career and love of photography when I was 16. So it's funny when I think about 25 and what some 25 year olds were doing, I was basically doing the same thing I am now, (laughs) except I had a bun in the oven. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, I, I, it's funny because I remember being pregnant and I must've, yeah, 25, 26, maybe whenever the, the flames were in the 2004 Stanley cup playoffs. And I was eight months pregnant and I covered the game and then I covered the red mile um, and I went into labor <laughs> and then I had my baby six weeks early my son Hunter okay who now yeah. just turned 18 yeah and he recently graduated yeah, yeah. graduated yeah Are graduated you during, I am he graduated during the night of the Flames recent playoffs against Edmonton oh okay so you guys went there to celebrate to we, see the game yes we did and I almost photographed the red mile for CBC that night so it was kind of full circle being pregnant yeah, in 2004 yes. and photographing. And then, but I didn't because it was my son's graduation and I couldn't miss it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You have your priorities. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that, the full circle. Yeah. 
And Leah, what did you think when you were 25? Like, did you have like a specific like mindset or like a, a big belief? Oh, what was your vision of the world or about life? You know, I think because I was working as a full-time photojournalist at the Calgary Herald, my worldview was, you know, I was up to date on all the current events. I wasn't out with my friends that much. You know, I was constantly working. I was going to have a baby. So yeah, not much has changed really. That's a hard one. I mean, I was young. I felt probably too young to have a To become a mom but I still had the same goal I still wanted to further my career um, become a better photographer a better photojournalist yeah and Leah I meant to ask from when you were 20 this is kind of like this question like it's a uh, you can be like it's a broad question like a lot of things are like covered in this question but like from when you were 25 to this day what has changed either in the world or in yourself in your environment So a lot has changed, obviously, in the world, but for me personally, since I was 25, I, you know, after I had my son, I went through a divorce. I became a single mom for three years while still holding down a full-time job at the newspaper. And I mean, that's working night shift, working weekends and trying to juggle raising a child and have help. Um, I got remarried to a great guy, Scott, who's also a sports writer. Not and also, who is a sports too, writer. Hey? <laughs> Pardon? He has a podcast too. He did do a yeah. podcast. Yeah, that one is done now. But yeah, he, um, so yeah, so we met at the Herald and I got remarried. You know, since then I went through, by the, when I had my son kind of going back, my mom died in 2004 when I was five months pregnant. You know, in the last however many years, my, my brother died in 2017. So personally, I've been through a lot of stuff, a lot of growth, which has changed me. And it's also made me a better photographer when I cover, you know, those really heart-wrenching, awful news stories. Yeah. And I've left, I worked at the Calgary Herald for 19 years at Post Media and I, I quit and I freelance for numerous publications. I also took a staff documentary photo job at Alberta Health Services. So I was covering COVID. Yeah. And I've seen more of the world, covered more Olympics, traveled more. You were in the recent ones, right? Um, yeah, so I did Tokyo and Beijing during COVID. Yeah. But yeah, so much has changed. I try to think, I don't have any regrets. I don't, um, you know, I've made tons of mistakes, <laughs> but I don't regret them because I'm, you know, who I am now. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Thank you very much for sharing that. Um, before I move on to the next question, I asked this another friend who is also like in a very male-dominated mm -hmm. industry. So I meant to ask, How has your experience been like? And yeah, how did you like deal with that? So that is hard. It is still, it's getting better. Photojournalism has progressed in uh, less maybe of a male dominant industry, a little bit more diversity now, but it still has a long way to go. And when I was younger, I think I, I should have spoke up more. You know, it was hard being the only female in the room photographing whatever sports. Stuff like that, it's gotten better, but I wish I would have spoke up more. But I also have to remember that my mentor when I start, started, and still my great friend today and still my mentor, is a male, is Mike. And I learned from a lot of very fantastic male photographers who treated me great and respected me. But I know that's not the case for a lot of people in my industry. And yeah, I think it needs to, it needs to get better. I mean, you know, it's hard. It was like, I wish I wouldn't have laughed off some of the stuff that was said to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. And Leah, well, you spoke a little bit about this, but 
Now, what do you do and what are your beliefs? Well, I feel like I'm really boring because I, <laughs> I kind of do the same thing. But um, yeah, I'm just like, I love visual storytelling. I love being a photojournalist. Like my motivation is telling someone else's story. Uh, it's hard for me to talk about myself because I, we normally don't. Yeah. But I, yeah, like I get up every morning just wondering who I'm going to meet or what what photo I want to take or whose story I want to tell. I'm constantly looking for the next photo project. Yeah, my beliefs are just the same. Like just, you know, accept everyone and just be kind. Just be nice. I think we need more of that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And Leah, what has been your biggest challenge and how did you deal with it? You know, I, I think I come back to my biggest challenge and every parent I think is like this. I put so much effort and time into my career, but I also still want to be this, have this work-life balance where I'm still a good mom and a good wife and, and, doing, and, and still trying to make time for my friends. So I think my biggest challenge is, is trying to fit everyone in and making sure I give, you know, 110% to everything. And I think some stuff has suffered. I miss stuff with my son. I miss tons of stuff with my family, like events or birthdays and the same. I miss stuff with my friends, but I think I've learned that if you have a core group of your family or your friends who support you and understand, for yeah. me, that I love photography. I love being a photojournalist. So if I miss, I don't know, let, like say a family event or a family dinner or something with my friends, it's not because I'm... I'm not trying to be a bad person or mean. Yeah. It's just that I have this passion that I can't, I can't yeah. stop. Like they, like people shouldn't take it personal. Basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think the biggest challenge is just finding time stretched in every which way, and nothing's going to be perfect. But I think I've done okay. I my son <laughs> bought me a coffee mug a long time ago for Mother's Day, and it said like "World's," um, I think it said "World's Okayest Mom" or something. <laughs> And I was like, I'm okay with that because yeah. I'm not the best. <laughs> I'm okay. Um, but I think the biggest challenge is just finding time. And then finding time for myself, by myself. But yeah. I do that by taking photos. So when I go out in the country or go drive around or I do a story on this lovely family who came here, you know, almost six years ago from Syria who started yeah. a farm, it checks all my boxes. Like, I love that. I love that I get to go and do photography and meet new people. And just, it's fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, yeah. I think like we don't normalize okay. Everything's like, oh, we have to be the best and like, like I have to be the best at this and at this and it's like, no, relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and we look at what, I mean, social media is probably the worst thing for this is it makes us think that everyone else is having this amazing life and they're perfect, Yeah. but you only show the good stuff. Exactly, right? like, yeah, it's gonna... performative. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm like, yeah, I mean, I've had some really bad days and yeah but like I mean it could be worse I'm lucky yeah I've got a good job and I'm you know I'm okay I'm doing okay so but yeah I wouldn't change anything I love I love the life I have yeah Aww. I just want to travel more okay yeah well with everything opening up you will be able to yes yes hopefully <laughs> and Leah actually this one also ties with what you said So I meant to ask, what has motivated you or what motivates you? Talk a little bit about photography there. I don't yeah. know if there's anything else you'd like to share about your motivations. <laughs> photography, like showing, I guess, a different way or a different culture or sort of pulling back the curtains for people who don't get to experience certain things, but I, I get to 
because I'm a photojournalist, I get to live vicariously through the subjects that I'm telling their stories. So yeah, it motivates me that if I take a photo and a viewer looks at it and it, they have some sort of reaction, like an emotion, whether it's they laugh or they cry or it's just like heart-wrenching, like that's what motivates me is just to show people life like a different way just daily life sometimes right or yeah you know during COVID that like to show people this is what it's like this is what the frontline staff are going through this is what you know just stuff like that but that motivates me is just to I feel like I have this pass with my camera that I get to go into these places where sometimes other people can't and yeah. so it's a privilege and it's my job to show people and to get help people get their stories out there yeah yeah so I guess that's what yeah that's what motivates me yeah I like it and I also like like about your photography because it's photojournalism so everything is like very real very raw very like human even like daily things I don't know like someone could be here like eating cheese and crackers and you'd be like taking a photo of them yeah like I think and it like... will look amazing and it's just like yeah the joy of eating cheese and crackers but it's life right and I'm so yeah. fascinated by human emotions and life and whether it be happy or sad I mean that's just life is a roller coaster but yeah I'm just fascinated by other people's stories and maybe it's because I'm a little nosy so it's like we have this past to go in and yeah like it's a privilege like Yeah, I've said this before, but everyone who says yes to let me take their photos without, you know, this is when I'm photographing people, but without them saying yes, I mean, I owe everything I have in my career to the people who let me photograph them. And I don't take that for granted at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is an honor. Yeah. For sure. I really, I do a lot of like social documentary work, like stuff that I'm passionate about helping tell those stories. But also because I want to learn about something or yeah. someone new, something that I haven't seen before, you know, whether it was did photos of this amazing woman, Barbie, she was like living in shelters on and off and she got cancer, she got sick, but we got really close. And to me, that was like a way to show people in the public, like this woman, Barbie is just a normal person. So yeah. treat them with res her with respect. So yeah, yeah I, like that stuff is, it's amazing. Yeah. Was that the No One Dies Alone no project? Dies, yeah, yeah, with so, Tyrion, yeah, yeah, yeah. So stuff like that, and yeah, I've just been super lucky. And I'm lucky, like, I. so I, I say that I would, you know, I've been saying that I try to give time to everyone, my time, but my son would come with me on some of these photo projects. Yeah. So there was, uh, I took him when he was six years old. I wanted to see, you know, I knew, like, how they made honey, right? So... Oh. I wanted my son to see that, so I took him out That's so cool. <laughs> to, to uh, the beekeeper's place out south of the city, and I thought, this is great. I'm a great mom. He's going to experience this firsthand. And he got stung. And oh, to no. this day, he's terrified of bees and wasps. Yeah. <laughs> But I thought I was doing an amazing thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he was happy before this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now he knows that they hurt when you get stung. <laughs> And Leah, what are your goals or plans for the future? I just want to travel more. There's like some check boxes that I've been checking off for the future of publications I want to work for. Nice. Um, you know, I'm hopefully go overseas with some doctors and document the amazing nice. work that they're doing. So yeah, I have, I have a lot of goals. I have a lot that I want to accomplish and it all comes down to like photojournalism, photography and yeah. Yeah, and I just hope in the future my son is a kind, respectful human. 
Yeah, well, you raise him, so... <laughs> oh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and Leah, so I have this. This is the last question. So what would you say to those who are in their 20-somethings right now that they may feel a little bit like lost not sure what to do or maybe they think they have everything figured out but yeah what's your advice <laughs> so i i don't like giving advice because i it's hard for me everyone's different some of the things i'll say is for career if you're not sure what to do find something that fits your personality right find something that will make you happy and that you like doing yes we have to make money because we have to pay bills yeah but if you can find something that just you don't regret waking up in the morning, you know, apply for the job that you want, even if it's not advertised. You know, I found that with in my career, I mean, maybe I was annoying to some editors, but I would I would hustle to be like, I want that job. <laughs> there is no job, but I'm going to find a job there. But stuff like that. Yeah. And just like life. Don't worry about so much what other people think of you, which is hard. And I'm still working on that today. Yeah. Just make yourself happy and just be kind. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think giving advice too is like someone asked me, how do you measure success? Well, do you measure it by you have a very big home, you make lots of money? Or do you measure it by, you know, how you treat other people, which I think you should and yeah. how kind you are. And yeah. Yeah. Everyone has different advice, I find, I guess, based on their personalities, their background, their, their life, right? But the way I see it is, for example, people who are listening to the podcast, like they may take what they like and if they don't like something, they don't have to like, think mm -hmm. at least that's how it has been with me. Like I've learned for a lot from a lot of people who have come. If I like something, it's like, hmm, maybe I should try it. I like it. But some people may have like contradictory mm -hmm. advice, but it's funny because there's some type of advice that repeats a lot of people say the same thing like forget about what people think about you try to be happy like if you're not happy somewhere like quit so it overlaps for sure <laughs> I, and i would say too and i was like this when i was younger and maybe it's just because how i was raised but i worked hard to get where i where i am now and i'm still not done i'm still learning but yeah be prepared to work hard for what you want it won't come easy sometimes, yeah. right? Like, yes, I'm lucky in where I landed, but I had to hustle and I had to work really hard and I still am. So I think young people today need to, you know, and I'm, I'm talking to my son who's 18, <laughs> right? But yeah, you have to work really hard for what you want. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what's the old saying? My mom used to say, if you reach for the stars and you might hit the moon, <laughs> right? <laughs> so like, if you've got big dreams, like, yeah. Follow them. Don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Leah. And I, like, is there anything you'd like to share that you think it's important and I didn't ask? I think people need to learn about the communities they live in and the people around them more. Learn about, yeah, other cultures. Just go and learn. <laughs> yeah. People, like, diverse, like, yeah, yeah expand your expand your borders your, yeah yeah just if i think that that would help a lot of a lot of issues <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and leah is there anything you'd like to uh, promote i know you have a book out <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i do have a book i'll just google it <laughs> you can google my name no just kidding um yeah so there's a book and it's called alone together a pandemic 
photo essay. It's uh, work that I did for Alberta Health Services and work that I did in my freelance career for newspapers. And it's just photos during the last two years of the pandemic. And all the money goes back into healthcare. Yeah. yeah. And, and then I have one with Western photos, but yeah. And there are pictures of like at the hospitals, but also about the community and how they handle Yeah, like the hospitals, right? graduations, like, you know, like we were talking, I went to my son's graduation and it was yeah. the actually... You know, the, the first time they had, like, walked the stage and didn't have... In two years? Yeah, and so, like, I photographed the Mount Royal University grad last year, and, you know, it was a drive-in grad, which I have to say was great for photos because yeah. it was so unique. But, yeah, kind of a hard, ex- sad experience for some of the grads, right? And some grads didn't even have a graduation yeah. in 2020. So, but, yeah, it's just, like, how the community, the circles on the grass, right? Yeah. You were with me for that yeah, photo. Yeah, I was there, yeah. <laughs> At Princess Island Park and just, yes. yeah, you had to sit in a circle with your friends and yeah. just all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, they can take a look and the, the money goes to for a good cause. Yeah, and you can buy it at Indigo? <laughs> yeah, Indigo. It's on Amazon Pages, uh, okay. the camera store. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to hugely promote the camera store because they're yeah. the, it's called the camera store in Calgary <laughs> and it is like great place. Okay, that's where you get all your gear. That is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Leah, for coming. <laughs> Thank you. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the episode or you think it will be helpful for someone, feel free to share. You can also find the written stories at medium.com slash project25. If you know someone who would like to share their experience being 25, you can send me a message at the email that's on the episode description or through our social media channels, which are also listed on the episode description. Thank you for your time. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.